Kiss me, kiss me hard. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The movie mugging, film stripping, crossover extravaganza, bonanza palooza. Yes. Episode number two of season number two, but also episode number 140 for us. Yes. And episode number six in total for mm -hmm, crossover. mm -hmm. Also episode half a dozen in the crossover. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. I think this might be episode number 140 for them or something like that. I don't know. We're real close to uh, to where they are now. We just pump them. Mm-hmm. Pump them and dump them. <laughs> I'm feeling really gassy today, so there may be uh, quite a few uh, happy Please, birthday Erica's like along time, the way. Man. Not like last time. And then, what is that, last night? You were, like, dying out of your ass. That last night or the night before. When it smelled real bad? Yes. No, that was two nights ago. Oh my gosh, it smelled, it's like the worst smelling farts I've ever had. <laughs> like ever. And I'm, I'm 52 years I old. smell it. Now, I don't know how bad they were when I was uh, shitting that mustard stuff, which uh, Chris and Erica, you will soon get a taste of. I mean, so to speak. What? Shitting that mustard stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. So babies, oh. when they shit, sometimes yeah, it like looks yellow. like it's like uh, creamy mustard. Yeah, I, I didn't realize you're talking about babies. I thought you were saying like you ate something recently. <laughs> no, but I did see a video on TikTok the other day. I think mom showed it to you too. Is with the baby crawling around and had shit yeah. all the way up its back, all the way to the top of its collar. Yeah, good times, man. Good times are coming. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are Father and Son Dude who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. So for those of you that do not know what the uh, movie bug and film stripping uh, crossover Belooza extravaganza bonanza extraordinaire is, <laughs> it's our, our, our good buddies over at the Film Stripping Podcast. Have you heard of them? I don't, did we mention them ever on the show? I think they come up every now and then. Every now and then. But we, we struck up a beautiful friendship over the years. And we decided last December, I'm not sure how, how it happened, but we decided to do the same movies. And, and we had a lot of fun. The best way to get the full experience is you listen to us and you listen to them and you get two very different takes on the same movie. Yeah. It's the most fun your ears can legally have. <laughs> legally? Uh-huh. What do you mean? You hear the Fast and Furious car driving down our mm-hmm. street. You like those? Uh, depends on what they look like. But do you, do you like the cars that make that noise? That are loud? Yeah, like his. It depends on what it looks like. No, you know our neighbor's car that's loud like that. Oh, our, oh, I love that car. But do you like the way they soup them up to make them sound like that? You don't even have to soup it up Dude, to make it sound Just like answer that. the fucking question. Do you like the sound the car makes? Sure. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. That's, that's all I wanted to know. I, I'm an old man, so therefore I think it's stupid. All right. But anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, um... So this is another month of having fun with film stripping. Unfortunately, this is probably going to be the last month that they are going to record um, because uh, they are bringing in a uh, new person into the world. 
Ew. And it's, no, don't say ew. It's going to be beautiful and wonderful. You're going to be Uncle Jack. So just. I don't know if they're promoting me to that. (laughs) You'll be, you'll be the godfather of of their baby. I'd rather be a godfather because then it really means nothing. But exactly. So it sounds cool. I'm a godfather of um, my best friend growing up. He was my best man at my wedding. I'm the godfather of their daughter, which she's got to be like, I don't know, like 33 or something now. But I never really read the manual on what that means to be a godfather. It means nothing. I, I felt like I should have at least got like a ring that people could have kissed or something like that. Or I, I don't know. I, I didn't. A pinstripe suit. Yeah. I got nothing. I, I got nothing. And therefore, I think I've been a pretty shitty godfather throughout the years. <laughs> <laughs> so, Whitney, if you're out there listening, hey, uh, shout out from your godfather. All right. Well, I actually have a lot of stuff for the lobby. So, what do you say we step on out in it? Sure. Well, good, because it's lobby time with Vincent J. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. So last week, we did an Ask Vince, and at the end of it, Erica wanted to know exactly how Olivia stays sane um, living with us. And, uh, we forgot to answer that question. So I thought maybe we would give Olivia a call and let her, uh, let her answer that. Get the answer from the horse's mouth. Uh, if you will, let's give her a ring. Let's do it. Hey, happy birthday, Erica. <laughs> Every time we say happy birthday, Erica, it means one of us farted, whether you hear it or not. There is supposed to be more to that fart, but then like poop went to the door <laughs> and I was like, okay, no, 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 no. So right before we call Olivia, I did look to see the uh, total views of mm-hmm. uh, the the shout out fart that uh, Erica got from Amy underscore fart sixty nine. Guess how many times that's been viewed in a week? Um, now, before you answer, Amy underscore fart sixty nine has just skyrocketed in number of followers. She's she's blowing up, pun intended. So total, yeah. How okay. many how many views has that video got? Eleven hundred. Not eleven hundred, eleven thousand six hundred. Thirteen thousand views. Wow. It has surpassed ours. So we're gonna have to do a new one. All right, let's give Olivia a call. Hello. Hello, Olivia. This is uh Vince from the Movie Muggin Podcast. How are you? Fine. Good. I'm here with your son Jack, also of the Movie Muggin Podcast, and you were live on the air. Awesome. Hey, so last week, um, co-captain Chris and co-captain Erica from the Film Stripping Podcast, they sent in an Ask Vince, which uh, Jack and I already tackled, but there was a little extra question at the end from uh, co-captain Erica. So I'd like you to listen, and then I would like you to uh, to respond, because it's, it's, dire- right. it's directed at you. Okay. Can you ask Olivia how she maintains her sanity with that? Dude, who said she's sane? She sounds the most sane. When Olivia is on the phone, she sounds the most put together. <laughs> I'm just teasing. She probably is. Yeah. She could probably order through the drive-thru, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Before, before we go, did That's I or awesome. did I not fucking kill it today at the drive-thru? I had my fist bump ready for when you turned around from mm-hmm. talking out the window. Yeah. You also asked me if I if I took some Adderall. I did. I mean, I fucking, <laughs> I owned it. Yeah, he did really well. Really, really well. Okay. Good job. Thank you. 
How do you stay sane? Uh, first of all, I am the most put together. Just wanted to verify that that is a true statement. I am saying, the most put together. Are you saying you're stacked? No. Oh, well, that's the I'm way I was picturing it. That I am the most organized, the most uh, responsible, all those things, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, I feel like you're being Captain Obvious right now to our listeners, but. <laughs> it's just verifying, okay? Okay. And how do I stay sane? Um, I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I've listened to, I think, four or five episodes over this whole time, maybe, maybe six. Um, but it's just like too much because I live with you guys. And what your listeners hear is what I hear all the time. But more than all the once time. a week. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. For way more than, I don't know how long your podcasts are now. What, 45, 50 minutes, something like that? No, they're, uh, they're an hour, sometimes an hour plus. Oh, all and, right. As a matter of fact, our uh, Spotify thing came out, you know, the end of the year thing. And we have basically two days worth of listening. So if you wanted to, you could sit down and listen to all of our podcasts and and it would take you two full days to listen to it. How crazy is that? It's only well, two days. How yeah. many podcasts do y'all have? This is number 140. Yeah, it should be more than two. All right. It should be way more than 48 hours. Here's what Spotify said. It said, you released okay. 2,867 minutes of content across 46 episodes. So wait a minute. So that's only for this year. Boom. There you go. I fucking okay. knew. Uh, that makes more sense. <laughs> Holy shit. So how many days could you listen to our podcast in a row? Probably like four well, or five. I don't know. That would require a fucking calculator. My guess would be like four or five, Some... somewhere around there. Wow. I'm on my phone. One of you guys get your phones out and do the math on that. How many thousand minutes? Two thousand something? But no. that was only for this year. That was only for this year. So don't. Oh, okay. We, it, it doesn't okay, really no, matter. No. And yeah. And, and we're way off topic. Yeah. All right. So how get, do I stay sane? Mm -hmm. I don't. <laughs> How's that? You, you make lists. I make. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I make the list and I check the things off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I add things that I've done to the list to check it off that I forgot to add, yeah. but that I did. Yeah, that sounds uh, <laughs> that sounds real sane. She also enjoys watching I, I just, food go bad. I just, just shut up. Make the time I go just, by. I just admitted it. I don't. I'm the most put together. <laughs> but you guys, y'all. I mean, I can't listen to the podcast. You guys are enough. Just living with y'all. Y'all are funny all the time. You make me laugh every single day, both of you. And especially when I pull down my pants. No, mm. oh, that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, um, one more thing because this episode actually releases on. Yeah. It releases on December 12th. So uh, happy okay. anniversary. That's not our anniversary. Well, happy anniversary yesterday. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> what? Is, is this not a big deal to you that, that I that wish you a happy anniversary on, on our podcast live on the air for our millions of listeners to hear? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. Jeez. I'll be throwing those flowers in the trash. <laughs> you haven't got any flowers. Right? 
what I was thinking. Go buy them I buy tomorrow. My own, them in the trash. I buy my own flowers. You bought your own flowers for Thanksgiving, and that was it. I buy you flowers. Yeah, you buy me flowers sometimes. Wow, so you're really, man. That was mm. that was not what I expected when I wished you a happy anniversary. Because it was a stupid way of doing it. You're like, wow, it's this will release the day after our anniversary. So happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You could have been like, our anniversary is the day before. Wow, awesome. So we'll have been married blank amount of years the day before this drops. Awesome. Yeah. I'll say happy anniversary to you on our anniversary. Okay. Well. <laughs> I thought it was How a many ro- years? I thought it was a romantic gesture, but I won't say it in case not. Dad forgot. I think I know. No, I know how Do many. Do you years. know? You know? Yeah, of course you know I know. How many? I think you know how many I think years. It's twenty. I think it's twenty nine, right? Nope, it's twenty eight no. then. Yeah, it'll be twenty eight if we make it. Okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> At, when this podcast airs, it will be the day after our anniversary. We will have made it. Yeah, twenty eight years married. Oh. What else will you have made? Sweet love. Boom, alley-oop. <laughs> All right. Thank you for... Uh, Time to hang up on me now. Yep. Thank you for participating. Uh, love you very much. Bye. All right. Yeah. 28 years married. That's a too and long. Last time <laughs> I talked about my parents and how long they'd been married. And I was like, ah, 50-something. I looked that up. Their anniversary is actually the day after our anniversary. But So they, the, the day this comes out? Yes. The oh, day this comes out. You got to call them. Should I call them right now? and wish. <laughs> It went so well the first time, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But they will have been married 57 years. Jeez. No shit. That's crazy. All right, Jack, I want to address um, the Raid Redemption or Raid the Redemption. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was Raid the Redemption. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Chris's pick. <laughs> Happy birthday, Erica. I hope that doesn't smell. <laughs> um, so I... I, I uh... <laughs> it does smell. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I don't trust you, because as as you fart, if I say something, sometimes you'll ninety nine percent of the time. Let's be honest. You're like, oh, that doesn't smell. It, it sounded like that. It doesn't smell exactly. And then like five to six seconds later, <laughs> you go, oh yeah, it does, and you get that horrible grin on your face. It's not a hor- It's a great grin. <laughs> it's a terrifying one. So anyway, when I listened to their episode on uh, Raid the Redemption or the Redemption Raid. I can't, it's, it's got a weird name, and they were talking about it. Doesn't it sound like it's a sequel? Yeah, it does. It's not. It's the first movie. They I don't actually know where have, the redemption comes I, in. I, well, Chris, Chris explained it. Um, it had something to do with, the I guess, the American rights to it or something like that. Um, they, had to, they had to change it, and so they just added in redemption. <laughs> so I don't know, but, but listening to their episode, they gushed over it. They love, love, love this movie. Both gave it a 9.5, and it, it hurts my heart to know that they were probably expecting, especially you, to yeah. just have to change your underwear three times while we were watching it. <laughs> or right? just go through a box of tissues. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and all I can say is we both enjoyed the choreography. We both thought the fight scenes were, were pretty cool looking. It yeah, just, they looked really good. There was just so much of it. And for me personally, I'm more of a gunfight kind of guy in the movies. It, it, it depends. I like a good ass kicking. It really, really depends because there's tasteful and then there's not tasteful. This movie was tasteful. It looked really good. They did it right. 
but it became untasteful by every fight lasting for like an entire 5k race, you know, like it was, it was, it turned into a slog a little bit. I think I was just really hyped because I really loved all the gun shit earlier. Really. I mean, it was just the spraying fucking everywhere. Yeah. And, and I just really, really loved that. And that never happened again. And I understand why it never happened again, but it was just, it was just, I mean, there was some machete fighting and, and, and looking back on it, just him just taking out all the machete guys in the hallway Pretty cool. That was one of the coolest parts yeah. of the movie. And and it again was early on. And and I think to be fair too, we weren't in the best of moods when we had to sit down and record that day. That's true. Jack's been working just a, a ton lately. And yeah, I've uh, been slaving away mm-hmm. for the retail gods. Yeah. So <laughs> so I'm sorry. I, I feel like it it hurt both of y'all's hearts while you were listening. And uh, I felt I felt really shitty. Yeah, when, when I, I, I was felt shitty it. when you told me that they yeah. they liked it yeah. a whole lot more. Yeah, they they really, really did. At least I passed it. Yeah, see, you said that when he told me, and I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel bad, too. And I don't remember exactly what I gave it. I think you gave it a 64, and I gave it like a 75 or 78 or something like that. The fighting was good, but like I said, it just it wore me out. Like, it made me tired watching the fights uh, once it got to that point. Yeah, like I said, I zoned out at one point, and I have no idea how much that I might have missed. <laughs> uh, like when they they ran into that room, and there was like twelve different guys, and they had to fight them, and then what in the meth lab or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And, and then they both fight the one guy at once, and it's like, <sighs> all right, well, let's not shit on it anymore. Yeah, that you know? that was just where the major point decrease happened. Me too. And that's where I feel like it shouldn't have happened because that should those that should have been one of the hypest moments. And clearly it is for some other people, but by that point it was like I, I do feel bad. It, it wasn't a bad movie. No. And and the, it just it drained me. The the talent and the choreography, it, it's undeniable. Oh yeah. That it's fucking awesome. Just for my taste, there was just way too much of it. That that's all I'm saying. So I'm sorry if I hurt your heart. Um So Erica, please just pick a good movie. <laughs> no, I'm d- <laughs> I had to fit in the burn. It was it's not true, but it's some good banter, you know? Like Well, let's just remember last year you picked Peninsula <laughs> 2. Wait, oh yeah, they had to watch that. <laughs> yes, they did. Big Jane. <laughs> Big Jane. Yep. Hey, yep. but look, that was funny. Yeah, it was. We got a good laugh we out of that. We both picked Asian too. movies. What did I pick? No, me and me and Chris. Oh yeah. Yeah, I picked Peninsula, he picked this. Mm-hmm. That was a fever dream of an episode. Peninsula? No. I don't know what was up with us. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to smell. Happy birthday, Eric. <laughs> Gosh, wow. You squirted in there. <laughs> that final, like, squeaky part, that left something. <laughs> I need to get on TikTok. Are you, are you, what color underwear are you wearing? Uh, or what were you wearing previously? Previous to the browning. I think they're red, so I'll be okay. Because that might have been red anyway. <laughs> it's bloody. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well. How does it smell? <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. All right, so coming up at the end of this movie mugging, film stripping, uh, crossover extravaganza, Banana Palooza, there's been talk of us doing like a little mini episode or something like that where 
the four of us just come together through the power of technology <laughs> and and have a conversation together, which has never been done before in the history of podcasting. No. And I, I'm not even sure how it's even possible, but we're gonna we're gonna supposedly give it a try as long as the baby hadn't come early, right? That um, baby better stay the fuck in there, man. Yep. Yep. Um <laughs> I'm gonna have to put it back in there. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. I, I reg- you can probably tell that <laughs> By the way, I cut it off immediately. Yeah. That I regret saying that. But one of the things that they've asked us to do, and we've talked about it here before, is come up with a team of five people that you would like to have during the apocalypse with you to also come up with a desert island band of just a discography of, of like a band that you could listen to all the time. Then I added on, I would like you to come up with like a real band or a person that you could have on the island with you that you could listen to their to their music. I know y'all are busy, but I kind of want to add some more stuff for the whole Desert Island thing. I would like you to pick one actor or actress from a movie you've done for the podcast to be on the Desert Island with you, and one fictional character from a movie that you've done to be on the Desert Island with you. So we're going to fucking populate this deserted island. Are we all together on it? No. Is this a theoretical, like, if I'm alone, you're alone? Chris is alone. Erica's alone. Yeah, that's 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 the hypothetical that we're all alone. Okay. But maybe our islands connect after we're done. Yeah, and we can just be island people living all together. If y'all would like to add some more stuff to it, I, I think it'd be fun because you know we may just get on and not have anything to talk about. We might just be sitting there all all shy and yeah, stuff. we're great at socializing through recorded messages, <laughs> but we're really awkward in person. As a matter of fact. That would suck. Well, so <laughs> we get in and it's just quiet. <laughs> but I, I'm glad that there's like people older than me who are like much more grown up than me that can help start it and I'll be able to do whatever. Because <laughs> I'd be awkward for sure. Speaking of awkward, so I went to a uh, a function, an after hours function the other day where people I worked with were there with uh, with their family members and stuff. So I, I walk up to one of my coworkers and I'm like, oh, so is this the fam? You said that? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know, because I'm You deserve I'm to be shot for that. It's like, no, this is just some random guy in some seventh-month-old we, we found on the on the highway or something, you know? They said that? No, that's what I was thinking oh. after I said it. I was like, fuck, well, of course you it's should, their fucking family. Th- why would you think that? I don't... Instead of, why the fuck did I say fam? <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been my first thought is, all right, where's the nearest door? <laughs> I need to go. Man, when I said that, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, there's something for lobby time at least. <laughs> Just, uh, so I mean, this the fam? I mean, who fucking else would it be that, that you're here with, that you're holding your fucking seventh month old, you know? Gosh. It's a friend. But anyway, I'm getting back to the Island Boys real, real quick. Mm. <laughs> so did you know I'm on TikTok? Yes. So I was on there the other day, and, and the Island Boys pop up because I, I check them out sometimes. Because you can't not sometimes. They're a fucking train wreck. And, and this was their reply. Somebody had commented, I could go to sleep to your voice. So one of the island boys did a little serenade. Mm. The dudes really, really think that they can sing. So I, I just want to play what this island boy serenaded her with. you <sighs>
Why do he do it in that room? I think he thinks it sounds cooler. It sounds w- so much like <sighs> worse. So that that is he was talking a performance about, uh, I would expect from a crackhead on the corner. I know, you know, I know. So I looked through a couple others. I was going to play another one. I I feel physically ill, like after I listened to like more than a handful. But but somebody commented Norway. Like maybe they asked, "Hey, where are you from?" And they commented, Norway. And so this is their reply to uh, Norway. Are you from Norway? Are you from Norway? Are you the island boy? They just got island girls. Are you from Norway? Are you from Norway? Are you an island boy? No, we got some island I don't know why they decide to stop speaking English when they perform. And it's not like they're speaking a different language. They're just not making legible fucking anything can't decipher it. Are you from Norway? Are you from Norway? I then They have 4.7 million followers. Of those 4.7 million followers, how many of those are following them because they think that they're really good singers? I'm going to set the over under at 17. <laughs> well, I, I mean that sounds about right. I I feel like the rest are just watching it because it's their 15 minutes of, of great train wreck viewing. But you know how I would do it? I wouldn't follow them, but I would watch. Oh, I don't follow them. No, I know. But like, how do they have so many followers? Like, I feel like giving these people money is dangerous because they are so fucking, they're nitwits. Or are they fucking like Millie vanillaing us? To where they are, are really getting over. What if they are just fucking a couple of comedians who just made up this fucking ridiculous, <laughs> like, singing and, and, yeah, and they're just fucking catfishing no, everybody. There's no way those two der- two dudes are that. Dude, I hope they're. Like, Larry the Cable Guy, his name's like Chad Anderson. Like, he used to wear penny loafers and stuff, but he used to go um, on the circuit and he would he would do... He had a character. Yeah. But his character was what was getting the most laughs, so he just became that. Mm-hmm. So it suck. Well, I mean, it would suck, but it would suck all the way to a nice bank account. Yeah. I would be fans of the Island Boys if I found out that that's what they were doing. That would be a fucking genius move. But then it loses its touch. Well, as just, soon as everyone knows it's a joke, it's not funny anymore. But you've made all your money, and you're ready to quit doing it, and you have... Seven, eight million dollars in the bank, and you're like, hey, <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm going to the island. I'm going to become a real island boy now with all this money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, hey, another million dollar idea uh, from Vince and Jack make a fake persona and uh, make some money. But that easy. All these million dollar ideas, don't forget where you got them. Come see us. Yes. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil my pick. For the movie muggin, film stripping, crossover, extravaganza, bonanza palooza. All right, so this movie came out in 1990. It is rated PG-13. It is one hour and 31 minutes, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and 84% of Google users like this movie. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. 
several teenagers French kiss. Okay. <laughs> one or two uses of ass and titties, and one use of fuck. This movie is called Crybaby. Oh, we haven't watched this in a long time. Right? I really haven't seen this in a long time. You know, one of the main reasons I picked this is because I really want to know what Chris and Erica think about this movie. Because they've never seen it? Oh, I don't know if they've seen it or not. No. You know what? I don't think Chris has seen it. I feel like this is a movie that a lot of people know about but don't want to see because they just think it's going to be stupid or something or it's just not their cup of tea. That's good. But I really, I just, I cannot wait to listen to that episode. Guys, if, I know y'all are busy and I know it's been hard to pump out more than one or maybe two episodes a month. And and I've told Chris several times, hey, you know, I understand if you can't do all four movies. It's, it is what it is. And if you have to do one now and then the next one in April when the baby's sleeping through the night, then fucking do it. But if you have to do one for this month, I mean, it's kind of shitty of me to say I want it to be mine, but I really want it to be this one. I really can't wait to hear. They're on my team. They're going to do my movie. Team Jack! Team Jack! Team Jack! Team Jack! Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, a boy can wish. A boy can wish. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 1990s Crybaby. Yep. <sighs> I just peed on my balls just a second ago, just FYI. You did? I did. How? I went and sat down, took a piss, and peed on my balls. So you didn't pull out your weenie? Was it stuck to your nuts and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to pee anyway? No, I mean, I, well, I, evidently. <laughs> Apparently it was, yeah. Evidently. Evidently that's what happened. That's what happened. That's what I get for sitting down, trying not to make a splashy mess all over the place. You're peeing on your balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it happens to the best of us. Right? It's a terrible <laughs> feeling. It's a terrible feeling, isn't it? Damn, you got to wipe it up now. You start peeing, you're like, fuck, damn it. Yeah. Ladies, like you just you just have no idea how good you got it. <laughs> all right, let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about forbidden love, Jack. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a new concept. Don't think I've seen any movies where uh, somebody is not supposed to be with somebody else. Or, or like, I, n- I never read any, like, old English tales Mm-mm. of this either. No. I never heard any, maybe, like, country singer gone pop star. Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone. I love you, and that's, that's all, all I, I really know. know. I talked to your dad. He said it was okay. <laughs> But dad didn't like it at first or something, right? No. Yeah. Dad was not I mean, that's not how the real story goes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've often told people, if uh, the best way for me to not like you is to date my daughter, I think that's every father kind of feels that way. Probably. Especially at first. And then it comes to a time you're like, please take her. Just please. Just anybody. You, sir. You look like you have a job. You with the comb over. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. That would that would just be. That's you don't want to say you, they can take your daughter. Well, I, I say gross just because I, I just I I picture just like a really old greasy guy who has a lot of skeletons in his closet coming yeah. up to the door. If you yeah. if you ever listen to us, you have a comb over. I'm cool with it, man. Just unless you're well, a you just go bald. Well, yeah, just stop it. That's yeah. Stop it. Yeah, really. Is false hope. That's what you should do. Just go bald. Women like bald men more than men with four strands of hair over their head. 
Yeah. I'm, I guess if you really like how it looks, then go for it. But I'm, I think we're all just operating on the assumption here that you do not like how your comb over looks. Or you just really, I just, I don't know, man. What goes through the mind of somebody that just has like <laughs> seven hairs and they just try to make it They're just work. really love their hair, I guess. Like, I, I would really, we talked about Donald Trump last week fighting Chuck Norris. I looked at their weigh-in information, too. Donald Trump's like 6'3 and 243 pounds, and Chuck Norris is like 5'10, 168 pounds or something like that. So Trump definitely has the reach advantage Chuck and, Norris and, the, has and the weight behind the punch. I mean, yeah, but Chuck Norris has legs, and a heel to the sternum is not mm-hmm. going to feel too good. Roundhouse kick, yep. Yeah. But I would like to see him punch Trump hard enough for to where we could see what his real head looks like. With no hair? With it, whatever that hair thing it, he's got going on is. The the camera goes on it, and it's like in slow motion. So if, if Donald Trump thinks his hair looks good, which he really, really does, then I think other people... Like, it gives them hope. Yeah, well, or they think their hair looks good. I don't know. It's just like the people like the Island Boys who think they can really sing. I think some people mm. just have this false sense of what looks good and what doesn't. Well, there's that, but also I bet they, they see bald people and like losers. <laughs> they they just, know, like they're they not ready. Guys, they're not ready to give it up. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, this story is about Johnny Depp, uh, crybaby Walker, and he's a drape. He's kind of like the greaser, juvenile delinquent of the 50s. Like, why drapes? Was that actually the term? N- I've never heard drapes. Because I, I always thought it was like squares and greasers. Yeah, greasers. That, that's outsiders, so. What was it? What were the socias? Was that outsiders? Socias? There was another one where it was the the greasers yeah. and the so- socers or something like so- that. Socias. It was the socias. That might have been, been the outsiders. I think it was. I, that was probably the other gang. Maybe. Because there were squares, then there's like the square gang, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. All I remember is they have to do it, all, all they do for Johnny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get back to uh, Crybaby. So Crybaby Walker, he's the he's the greaser, he's the drape, he's the leather jacket wearing, motorcycle riding. White t-shirt. Perfect fucking hair. He, he was hot. This was the height of my man crush uh, of on Johnny Depp. He's so good looking. He's so fucking hot. Without a doubt. This, yeah. this is the best he ever looked. Yeah. But he falls in love with a uh, square named Allison, and uh, it's it's forbidden love. She's not supposed to be with him. She's she's dating uh, a lead singer of the Wiffles. Baldwin. <laughs> but but she really loves uh, Crybaby. So they get together, and they sing, and uh, Crybaby ends up getting arrested, and he goes to prison, and uh, he gets out, and then they have a... a uh, sing off on top of cars in a chicken fight for the love of Allison. Yeah. Uh, this is a musical, which I love fucking musicals. You love fucking musicals? Consensually. Pornographic musicals? Yeah, consensually. I, I do, man. I love musicals. Musicals are, are great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, depending. West Side Story is a hot pile of shit, but... Well, we need to revisit that. We don't. We do. We really don't. We do. Erica Pickett. So, so Jack has to watch it. I have no idea what she's going to pick. I know she, they don't have time to watch Titanic. I know that much. I know she really wants you to watch that, but that's like nine hours long. And they, and they don't. I'm sure I, I'd I, like it. I feel like. Uh, but I don't want to watch it. Because <sighs> I like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I know. And I think his name's Jack in the movie. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Rose and Jack, right? You know, Johnny Depp has a son named Jack. Really? Yeah, he does. Hmm? Yeah. 
Just like me. Me and Johnny Depp have a lot in common. Rugged, handsome, good looks, and son's name Jack. He's not very rugged. Well. Nowadays. Yeah, I guess he's a little more rugged. With his scarves. What, what would you call him? What, what other adjective would you use besides handsome? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did you hear what I said? With his scars? Scarves. Oh, I know. Always wearing scarves and rings. He, he and... got he got weird. <laughs> he got really, really yeah, weird. Yeah, like no one would have guessed that that heartthrob from Crybaby would go to do Willy Wonka. Oh, he was great in Willy Wonka. He was, but he looked weird in that movie too. But, but now he, he's like eccentric. Very eccentric. Like, like always has incense burning right next to him kind of person. And he forgot that he's American. Like he, he speaks like in... With with this weird accent. Oh, I think probably Jack Sparrow ruined him because he spoke like that. And but I love the roles that he takes on. Edward yeah. Scissorhands. I mean, yeah. he, he plays some some weird characters. The the barber from Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd from Sweeney Todd. You mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. I do. I love the roles that he takes. Yeah. It's like Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is a handsome man, but he doesn't just take roles where he's a handsome man all the time. Sometimes he takes some other roles where he doesn't play handsome man. <laughs> You're looking at me like what? So now I got to look it up. I didn't think you were going to take it there. I thought you were going to say that he only does action movies. I think I misspoke. <laughs> I think Brad Pitt's pretty much always handsome. And well, there's somebody else who's a really handsome man who, oh yeah, Brad Pitt's really fucking handsome. Who? I don't know, man. But there's somebody I'll I'll figure it out and I'll talk about it in the lobby time. There's somebody who's really good looking, and uh, I mean it could be Johnny Depp. I don't know, I, but I, I think there's somebody out there. I'll uh, I'll do some research. All right, let me see what the internet has to say. In 1950s Baltimore, a bad boy with a heart of gold wins the love of a good girl whose boyfriend sets out for revenge. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm just gonna come right out and say that that I. Uh, I love this movie. I do too. And there's so many people who give me shit about it. They're and dude, I, this is not even a guilty pleasure. I just fucking love this movie, and I hadn't seen it in a long time, but I wasn't worried about it because I, I know that I love it. I've seen it enough times. But some movies just make me smile, <laughs> and this movie makes me smile as soon as it comes on, and I'm watching it, and they're they're getting their shots and they're introducing you to all the characters. I'm just smiling. And That's I just awesome. I found myself smiling through most of the movie and you were laughing pretty much all the time. It was an awesome movie. <laughs> and I was thinking I before I forget, uh, what movie did you choose for your turn into a horror movie? Uh I chose Deborah Logan. <laughs> That's funny. I chose Grease. This would be a better one than Grease. Okay, do tell. Uh, I mean, every single square in the movie gets brutally murdered. <laughs> like, they just start finding their friends, like, hanging by one foot in trees, like, upside down. And, like, they got to move their intestines that are hanging out to see their face. Oh, that's Ricky. Oh, no. I just sang Mr. Sandman with him. Like, th there needed to be a lot of blood and gore because those squares were assholes and they could just commit crime and nothing would happen to them. It would happen to the drapes because apparently the drapes were bad. Is Iggy Pop the killer in it? Sure. I think for sure looked, Iggy Pop is the killer. He always looked like sweaty and weirded out. Like he looked, he looked like there was something like he was having a conversation in his head the whole time. <laughs> I think he probably like a was. very interesting one. And like yeah. sometimes the, the entity in his head speaking to him 
said some weird things. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> he looked a little bewildered sometimes, a little lost. How how long of a time span do you think that movie was? Well, I mean, he was going to go to prison from till he's age 21 and presumably he's like senior high school. So that that's 3 or 4 years. But they did a great job at making the movie seem like two and a half days. Right? right? <laughs> and and I just, I, I wrote this down um, day one. And I just kind of wrote down what happened all in day one. And just stop me if you think, no, that happened the next day or something like that. Okay, so day one, Crybaby and his gang of girls, which were uh, Wanda, Pepper, and Hatchet Face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pepper was pregnant but can fight like a man, which I love that line. Yeah. They leave high school and go to Turkey Point. Crybaby gets his motorcycle from his grandma, and he rides over to the charm school where he gets off his motorcycle, does a nice junk adjustment. That which, was awesome. Which was great. Um, he did the baseball player. Yep, the exactly. Uh, and he picks up Allison the Square, who wants some bad boy in her life. The two go back to Turkey Point, where they sing together, then make out with a lot of tongue and some outside-the-shirt booby play. Mm-hmm. Then a fight breaks out between the drapes and the squares, and Crybaby ends up in court, where he is convicted and sentenced without representation. And now, But that... <laughs> That's like halfway through the movie. But it's still yeah, the same it's day. Yeah, it's still the same day. And so then he goes to jail where he sings the teardrop song. And, and then he goes to sleep. Yeah. And yeah. then he wakes up. Okay. Day, he's Mr. Jailer. Day two. Allison thinks Crybaby is two-timing her, so she goes with the bunny hopping Baldwin. Just, they did that bunny hop down the road. Yeah. That's a real dance, the bunny hop. So she goes with the bunny hopping Baldwin to a theme park that's sort of wild and kind of cool <laughs> and sings Mr. Sandman with the whiffles. Then Crybaby hears about it and sings a song about doing time for being young and then gets thrown in the hole, which he escapes from wearing his tidy whities Then Allison decides she loves Crybaby after all and goes to the prison to sexy sing for his release. Please, Mr. Jailer. Then the judge who has the hots for Allison's grandmother let him go and that evening Crybaby and Baldwin play chicken. <laughs> yeah, it was literally two days. Like, he spent a night in jail. That's all he could have, should have spent for what happened. So so tell me where any of that could have cut for, like, a, another day. It couldn't have. No, this all took place in, in two days. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure they noticed that, and there's just another, like, one of the quirky parts of that movie this movie was it, it, full of quirk it's very odd yeah and so that's just they probably laughed about it exactly like, okay i'd never thought about that before but just watching that, i was like <laughs> wait a minute what what is the timeline for this thing because i i thought that during the movie i was like he was not in prison for very long <laughs> like no <laughs> he did one like two hour work session yeah and where he, he did everything wrong because he made all of the license plates allison yep and then he was gone mm-hmm. <laughs> They busted the glass, and they're like, okay, yep, you're yeah. free You're free to go. So what do you think of uh, the couple? What do you think of Crybaby and Allison? Good couple? Pretty good. Pretty good? Uh, yeah, they're good. It's just like, I have my doubts about her sometimes. <laughs> Why? She she fits so much better in the square outfits than the... You know what? She, she didn't look natural doing the drapes things. She's standing on the, the cop car or whatever, Seeing uh, let my people no that's that's Moses <laughs> please Mister Jailer and she's all doing like these like hand motions you know like the it looked so forced and I hated watching that kind of it's a great song and a great scene but watching her act like a drape was like 
I don't know. Part of it was the outfits. They were terrible. Yeah, her like, outfits they, weren't good. They could have dressed her up in in much better outfits, and it would have been it would have been so much better. Like all like when they were like going to give her a makeover when she came to Turkey Point, which is like the Redneck Riviera. The they put her in a pirate costume. It almost looked like like tighter fitting hammer pants that they put her in. It was terrible. Yeah, and her belt had one of those like wooden things that the artist holds on their thumb with all the paint on it. Mm-hmm. That was like her belt buckle thing. Like, she what? that is not that is not draped. That's stupid. She looked much better as a uh, in a sundress with flowers on it. Mm-hmm. So it's like so weird to I don't know. Like they could have. She was good, like they were a good looking couple, but she just didn't fit the drape criteria for me very well. No, not necessarily, but I think they were they were a great couple for sure. Now, do they uh rival Randy and Julie from Valley Girl? No. No. Danny and Sandy from Greece. Yeah, because one of them's John Tra- fucking Travolta. He could have been with Hatchet Face. <laughs> And he has a whirlpool built into his chin, and she's got a lot going on. She's got a lot going on. So, yeah, the, the crybaby girls consist of uh, Hatchet Face, which, yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even do the, the fucking nicety of saying Butterface. Mm-hmm, exactly. It was, was real rough. And uh, Tracy Lords, I can't remember what her character was, but Tracy oh, Lords. Wanda. Yeah, she was a she was a porn star before this. Uh, I don't recall ever seeing any Tracy Lords movies when when I was younger. I think one of my After favorites at the time this, was uh, like, I, I liked uh, Ginger Lynn was was one of them that was pretty big. Was when, she Ginger? No, she wasn't. She was, <laughs> she was a blonde lady. Okay, but um, I told the story before about my dad having the big uh, satellite collection. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> Dad did not have a big porn he didn't collection. Have a magazine collection? No, he he had a handful of uh, sticky ones, Playboys, and and maybe a, a couple of penthouse. A handful no, of them that he also gave a handful. Maybe no uh, no hustlers or anything. What, have you ever seen a nudie magazine? Mm, I don't think so. There's like no need for kids to to look at like to to get magazines anymore. It would be cool to have a nudie magazine just to have it, just because it's like. Everyone knows about them, but mm-hmm. nobody has them. What would you What would you buy? Would you just go get a Playboy? Probably. I mean, I know two brands. I know Playboy, and I know Hustler. There's also Penthouse. I okay. I knew that one too. So Playboy, you know that that was the original with the centerfold. Whichever in the one middle. has the hairiest centerfold coochies in it. <laughs> that's that's Playboy. Then Penthouse. The pictures were almost fuzzy. Like, uh, almost like kind of... Uh, like de-quality them? Kind of. Kind of. And then I remember the first time I saw Hustler, I was like, oh, fuck. Hustler shows like penetration and and mm. dripping outs and stuff like that. And uh, okay, yeah, that was... Playboy. A, that was like a holy shit. Playboy, if it's just pictures of the ladies. I don't want to watch a look at a big load falling out of some lady all close up, you know? Like that That's not something that I'm going to beat the shit out of my dick to, you know? Nope, nope. <laughs> like, well, that's just like, well, I bet that was fun for them. <laughs> Flip the page. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just like kind of gross. That's not, that is not beat off material. That's like, you. I don't know if you've seen them. You probably haven't, but there's the memes. And it's like, when you're jerking off watching porn, and right as you nut, it's like a close-up of the guy's ass, and then it just shows some guy's face. 
going like, ah, no, I haven't seen that meme. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> that would be the same thing as like, oh, I'm just looking at cum fall out of someone, <laughs> like be slowly pushed out, but it's just a picture of it. How cool. How long does cum stay inside, uh, ladies? Like, like. I'm Do just, I look like I know that? Well, no, I'm just, I'm asking our listeners, like, uh, when, who's going to email you? I mean, you never know. You never know. Maybe my ain't. husband stays in mine all the time. <laughs> like, I turn upside down afterwards. Like two days later, or do you do you still have some like in your panties Cleaf when you take them off? Babies at the end of the day. I'm just curious. I mean, it is if you don't wash it out, which I don't know why you wouldn't, unless you're trying to have a kid. I don't. I mean, you could douche it, but you don't like fucking get the shower spray and spray it up there. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But ladies don't... Like, the, a significant amount of the load would ha- have to come out. Like, if you go and stand up, you're just going to leave a snail trail. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... But it, but it's... I don't know. It, it's going to drip really slowly out. Like, if a, like if a lady like just... not. Yeah. So, like, if like you one got a bad part cold. is falling out, then it's going to drag a bunch of the other stuff. It stays in, like, a mass, you know? I don't know. It's not congealed. Maybe it does get congealed. But it's, in a, there. it's a lot more viscous. So it's not like water where it can drop, drop, drop. It's going to be some snotty drops. Why don't you uh, shoot a load into a prison pocket pussy and then just hold it up, hold it upside down, down and, and uh, report back on the next lobby time? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You heard it here. But my dad had a, a big satellite in the backyard because his hobby was watching TV and it was like eight foot wide. And you would actually, it would move in the backyard. And of course, I've told this before. I That was like a stand-up comedy thing. I'm I, I being, what? <laughs> That's made me think of stand-up comedy. When the guys are telling a story and they make all the sound effects. Big old satellite. And everyone's laughing, you know? <laughs> That's what that made me think of. But being the teenager I was, I knew there was some some titties out there somewhere. And uh, yeah, I found them. American Triple Ecstasy and also found the Playboy channel. And my favorite uh, porn lady was uh, Ginger Lynn. I lost a lot of potential babies to to her. <laughs> I loved all the characters in this movie. I loved his grandma, who, yeah. who was so white trash, and her lipstick were always on her teeth. Her grandpa was Iggy Pop. He was, was, he was oh, fantastic. That was uncle. Grandpa was dead. That, they were, that he was Uncle Belvedere. But he married grandma. Yeah, they've been okay. married for ten years. They, <laughs> so, so grandma just got remarried to some random kooky guy with a demonic spirit latched onto him. Did he pop party like really, really hard? Oh, he was in the punk scene like in the seventies. Oh, I thought he pop was like glam rock. No, 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 no. I no. thought those were the guys who had like the like the white blonde hair with the like no. the Rambo headband thing going on, no, and, like no, the. No. Like the shirts that are like a triple, quadruple V-neck that like goes down to their waist. No, it it, it was Iggy Pop, Iggy Pop and the Stooges. <laughs> yeah, Iggy Pop, he's a strange looking dude. He is skinny like a crack addict, but buff is a motherfucker. Well, not buff, he's like... Ripped. Very toned. You can see the mm-hmm. six pack. You can see the biceps and stuff. And I feel like he's one of those guys who doesn't have to do shit, and he just always looks like that. That's because he does drugs. <laughs> he does drugs and 
probably fucks a lot. <laughs> Why do you think that? He's a rock star. That's all you need. You think all rock stars do drugs and fuck a lot? The kind I'm thinking of, like the kind that existed before the year 2000, all of them, <laughs> drugs and sex. And, and if you're a rock star, that's just how it is. You're going to have sex. Sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. So that proves that all you need is a good voice. So, you know, like, we are with that crowd. Yeah. I'm talking, my voice is immaculate. My voice is pretty awesome as well. Oh, yeah. Speaking of music, this soundtrack was perfect for this movie. There wasn't one song that did not fit with what was going on or what they sang. It was just, it was wonderful. That's very true. Like, a lot of movies have really, really good soundtracks, and you can call them perfect soundtracks. There was pretty much music playing throughout this whole movie, whether they were singing or whether it was just background music, and it was all like 100% on point. Yeah, I would say so too. And I love all the original songs. Yeah, I was glad they were originals too. I mm -hmm. thought that was cool. What was your favorite? King Crybaby or whatever yeah. that song is. That is uncontestable. Uh, you know what? I love the, the Square songs. Shaboom. That's fucking but awesome. That's, Mr. That, Sandman. That, that's also not... Yeah, I don't know. Those are great songs. But I, their renditions were, like, bad. No, they did a great job on Shaboom. Compared to Shaboom that's already been done, that was, Shaboom was not that good. I thought they did a good job. And then Mr. Sandman, nothing compares to the ladies who actually sang it. Bum, 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 And so it's just like, I don't know. I also hated that character so much. So like it's Baldwin. Yeah, so it's hard for me to like anything he's done. And also watching the squares try to live life was so cringe because they haven't got a clue on how to actually do it. They're so bent out of shape about rules that they can't enjoy themselves how they're supposed to. So I'm just going to tell you right now, man. Um, growing up, I could see my family going on vacation and to a place like uh, Turkey Point would be one of the places that we would go to. And I'm just going to throw it out there. There, there might have been some Confederate flag waving in my family growing up. Might. <laughs> okay, I'll just, I'll why, just let why it out. Why don't you so, be honest with our listeners? Know, so I, I see the Confederate flag. We don't come from a clean-cut background, That's okay? true. I, I see the Confederate flag at Turkey Point, and that's something that I really hadn't paid much attention to. I um, instantly well, noticed. Oh, yeah. When, when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, mm, about that. It's like how I didn't know Leonard Skinner was like that. Mm -hmm. But then I looked up like Freebird Live and I saw the like their whole, you know how like the stage has got the whole back that normally has yeah. a screen or something nowadays. The entire thing was a Confederate flag. And I was like, wow. Speaking of Freebird, I'm going to start a petition. All right. If you want. Hmm. This is an age old thing from this household. I've been talking about it for a long time. If you would like our national anthem to be changed from the Star Spangled Banner, Oh Say Can You See by the Dawn's Early Light. I mean, come on. That's a boring song. The song sucks. Oh, Canada has got us beat a million times over. And the, the Soviet Union national anthem, back whenever the Soviet Union was a thing, that thing is awesome. Is it? Okay. Yeah, right. I'll play it. We need to change it. It needs to be the solo from Freebird. And look, I know it's seven minutes long, but how cool would it be to fucking win the gold medal in ski jump and then you just fucking get up there and it's like the United States and then they play the fucking Freebird. I mean, that is just some extra scoreboard and it encapsulates America. 
That's yeah. what we are. We are the Freebird solo. <laughs> That's us. Yeah. We're not fucking Francis Scott Key's song. Yeah, fuck that guy, man. That is not us. Who he, fucking decided that? that? dog shit song. That is a shitty song. And, and don't tell me that I don't love America and just Fergie's because I don't like the song. Better. Oh my gosh, Fergie. <laughs> bless her heart. No, don't bless she that heart. She needs to stick with her humps. Her glamour. You have the Soviet Union? Yes, it is so good. I just love the singing in it. All right, so here's the Soviet Union national anthem. Um, you do not have to stand or take your hat off. I just imagine bear wrestlers singing it. And people who, like, they do a deadlift and then they put it down and they turn around like they're in a sitcom. And all the poor people you don't see waiting in line for bread. <laughs> Heroin needles everywhere. But most importantly, I see Stalin in his, like, rabbit skin hat with mm. the red star on it. <laughs> Just standing hands on his hips. And people you can't see getting shot in the head for not singing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Firing squads just off screen. Like, maybe you hear it. But he's just unflinching in his glory. But like, this was not that good of a song, but just the imagery and yeah. how, how powerful it makes it sound. How many people are singing it? <laughs> it's like the whole nation came together. Yeah. <laughs> and ours is just some dude looking out of a ship window at a war or something. No. It's like, wow, awesome. And look, How about you go fight, pussy? Yeah. And you love America so much. Go lay your life on the line. And I'm not letting fucking Francis write anything. <laughs> hey, Francis was the older brother from uh, Malcolm in the Middle, yeah, and he was awesome. I know. And he was in the military. But still. I mean, we're never going to get rid of it. We're never. Well, I, I, I bet we will once we go full-blown idiocracy. They'll, they'll change it to something else. But... I mean, gosh. It, they need to take the white off the flag because it's only red and blue nowadays. Yeah, that's Boom. true. That's true. How deep. That's, that's one of my profound quotes that uh, Erica is talking about. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> that was so bad. That's like one of those like Tumblr, like fake deep. <laughs> like, like I'm 14 and this is deep. I think that's a, a subreddit. Yeah. I'm proud of myself for that one. I really like that one. But yeah, we would we would have gone to Turkey Point as a family for sure because you know right behind it there's a lake that's brown that that kids are swimming in. It was like Camp Crystal Lake, but redneckier and mm. more run down. All right, let's just get into uh, favorite parts. Mm, I don't know, probably just the King Crybaby part. That's probably the best part of the movie. Um, I loved when Crybaby was getting his tattoo. Um, what about all the French kissing? Did you, did you no, enjoy that? that? was funny. <laughs> Hatchet face, knowing how to fly a helicopter was pretty good. There's lots of good stuff. I mean, the, a baby was born in the back of a car that was in the middle of playing chicken. I liked whenever Crybaby ripped off his shirt and he had the electric chair. Yeah. And he described his past and she described hers. It was like, it was, there's so much like over the top, like stupidly yes. phrased and worded things. They were on purpose. Exactly. So a lot of people could watch this movie and be like, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. And part of me feels like either Chris or Erica are going to feel like that because I know so many people do. And I'm as not. As soon as you see Hatchet Face, you know it's not a real movie. It's a John Waters movie. And John Waters, you haven't seen any of his other stuff. He's 
it's just it's got that feel. He's a, a very weird director, and we'll have to watch some of his other stuff at some point. But his movies, that this is what they are. They're just bizarre. And this one, I just I don't know. This movie clicks with me, and and I just get it for what it is. And it is ridiculous, and it is over the top, stupid in a lot of different ways. But for me, it just it just worked. Just just all the stupid shit in there. Yeah. Like but lightning it, striking a tree, and he's like, "Lightning makes me insane." It just, it just, you know, it just works. It just, yeah, it does. I, I love. It was so hard for me tonight to not say the lines before they happened. Guess you what? Know it. I met a girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fade into another scene. <laughs> you got it, Allison. You got it raw. Kiss me. I don't know what he said. After, <laughs> either kiss me, kiss me hard. That's what I was gonna say, but I don't remember if that was what he said. Uh, for me, gosh, there were so many great scenes in this. I, I loved it when they were um, the prison scene where they were uh, on the other side of the glass from each other. Oh, yeah. And uh, just licking the glass and just the little dancing they were doing. I loved all the songs. The The music was great. I loved the performances. I loved all the stuff in the jail. Uh, Willem Dafoe made a nice little cameo in this, which was great. Was he already famous by now? Oh, yeah. He'd been in Platoon because Platoon oh, came out yeah. like in 1986. Yeah, so, yeah. Earlier. I mean, Willem Dafoe, he's he's not a, a huge actor or anything, but I just... Everyone uh, knows him, though. Oh, yeah. And his name is Willem. Like, I used to think it was William, and then mm-hmm. I saw there was Willem. It's I'm like, Willem. what the fuck? Willem? Who names their kid Willem? I feel like it was a... It's like one of those uh, fucking... Chinese bootleg toys or something that has a different different title. They just yeah. couldn't quite get it right. I, I was actually I saw like a Kit Cot. <laughs> what for candy? Yeah, I saw I saw that the other day. I've seen one before where I think it was Superman and it said Special Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, one one favorite part I, I just I just Can't. don't know. I just smiled throughout the whole thing. I love the settings. I love the singing. I loved all the all the ridiculous teardrops. So I, I, I favorite part. I mean, you, you got to love the the King Crybaby song for, yeah. for sure. That was I'll I'll say that's my favorite part. That's the best song in the movie. I also liked how there was press everywhere, <laughs> like like everything that was going on. There was people with cameras, and there was the reporters that were writing shit down in their little notebooks and stuff. And the guy had a label on him that just said press. <laughs> And these are just a bunch of fucking teenagers, and they're just following them around like they're the fucking Kardashians. And everything they say, they're they're writing down and mm-hmm. putting it on the radio, and it's the front page of the news. And they're like in Baltimore, like there's nothing else going on. I, I also liked how when they went to uh, Turkey Point, and uh, Grandma was there, and Grandma was like really happy to see all the all the kids, and uh, she said, "And Wanda, you're just looking so so." Fine, painted up like trash, and <laughs> and I don't remember what the guy's name, but but he's like you're you're like the perfect kid, you young, stupid, and mean. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. She was she was great. The little kids were funny too. <laughs> they I don't know if they ever talked. They got arrested. They were just um, pretending to be what they what they saw around each other. Yeah, and they got put in an orphanage. Oh, the orphanage. That was it. Was like window shopping. Um, yeah, the kids were in a window exhibit. Like one kid was vacuuming, yeah, and ironing. Like he does, he does windows too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like twisted. It's hilarious. All right, uh, bucket of chicken. Oh, it's hard. It's really between Johnny Depp and Grandma. 
grandma was just awesome in every scene she was in. She was always dressed so like trashy. Mm, I mean, there's trashy and hillbilly and drape, but she was dressed like like a vampire pirate most of the time. <laughs> yeah, it was really bizarre, and she was always hilarious. She really she wasn't in this movie a whole lot, but she added a whole lot. She did, and Johnny Depp is just hot and did a decent job lip syncing and making faces. I have to give it to Grandma. I, I, okay. I really liked Grandma in this movie. She was awesome. She's deserving. She's deserving. I mean, I got to give it to uh, my man, um, <laughs> the dreamy, uh, the big boo-hoo, Crybaby Walker. Wade, Crybaby Walker. Yeah, he, he was great. All right, score time. This one's hard. Um, it, w- it was 100 for a while, but then it started to like, I don't know. Around, like, the prison time, it started to not be as interesting to me. Uh, well, not or towards the end of his prison time. It started to be less enjoyable. And then I thought the ending was too soon and very abrupt. <laughs> it was very and abrupt that, and weird. That bothered me because they were just <laughs> playing chicken. Yeah. On, and But he, Crybaby's on top of one car and Major... Baldwin. I was going to say Major Loser... Yeah, Baldwin was on the top of the other one, of course. Baldwin's driver chickens out. The Jim Carrey wannabe. But he also looked like eyebrows from Where the Millers. Yeah, a Whenever bit. he was like really freaking out on the wheel, he looked like eyebrows to me. And then everyone's like, yeah. Crybaby sits up and is like, yeah. And then this guy gets on Crybaby's motorcycle and the, his girlfriend gets on the back and she somehow flings off. And he hits it, a pothole. It tears her clothes off and then she lands perfectly in his lap and yeah. freeze frame. Yep, on their faces with a tear and then it's over. Yeah. That was a little kind of a strange ending, yeah. but I was, I was okay with it. I it was an ending of avoidance. Right. Like, we don't want to wrap this up. Just, you know, just like, all right, right now. Mm-hmm. That, that's good enough. Maybe it was like, how are we going to end this? And we're like, just... Just right now. Just end it. Like they maybe planned on a big celebration dance at Turkey Point or something like that. And then a freeze frame there. That would have been better. It would have. It would have. It was kind of a bizarre ending. I think I'll give it a 96. Okay. All right. I feel like that's good. I mean, this might be something that on our three-year, I'll be like, oh, I should give that 100. (laughs) But we'll see. I'm not feeling it right now. That's all right. That's all right. I'm a hundo. And I, we all. Knew I mean, that. I, I. We all knew that love, from the moment you picked it, and where you were beaming at me. I know when you said "cry, baby." I do. I love this movie, and part of me feels like I shouldn't, but it's only because I get, I, I get so much crap from so many people about loving this movie. But this movie, it just gets me, and I get it. All right, so you got anything else? Mm-mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number one hundred and forty of Movie Muggin. We do appreciate you listening. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. If you'd like to email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Remember, after you listen to this, go on over to uh, Film Stripping and listen to their episode. And uh, what do you you think? Do you think they're going to like it? I don't think Chris will. But then I think Erica will be very... uh, I feel like she'll be on the fence and then something will happen and she'll be like, okay, this movie is not very good. Erica loves musicals. And okay, that's uh, something I, didn't know. I think I'm just gonna say it. I think most girls are suckers for love stories. 
<laughs> and, and this this has a love story. You in this day I'm, and age, it is a stereotype that is not uh, uncommon to actually find. Yeah, well, I'm just judging by my wife, and it doesn't matter how bad the movie is. If there's a love story in it, she's down. Right? I liked the ugly truth. You did. You did. It's so, in my blood, I yeah, guess. I, I guess so. I feel like Chris is going to like it better. than I, Man, it's hard. I can see both of them liking it, but I can also see a universe where both of them don't like it. I've listened to, obviously, I think I've listened to all their episodes, and I've heard the wind out of their sails before. And so there's part of me that can oh. almost hear Erica saying, oh, this was so awful. I just, oh, I just, I just hated it. I'm so curious. Either way, it's going to be a fun episode to listen to, and I, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, so next time is uh, Erica's pick. Cool. Uh, and Erica, on um, picking your fictional character that can be on the deserted island with you, I'm going to go ahead and let you have two, uh, because I know Gordon Bombay is already going to be one of them. So let's just assume Gordon Bombay is your one. Just let me know who your second one would be. He sounds like a made-up character. Who the he, fuck is Gordon Bombay? He's one of the greatest hockey coaches of all time, according to Erica. He's a hockey coach? Well, he... I, that's the last thing I would have guessed. He coached a ragtag team of children. Oh, the mighty ducks. <laughs> it's because so he got... Is that the actor's name? Or is that the character from well, it's, the mighty ducks? He's actually played by uh, Emilio Estevez, which was the hero of Maximum oh, Overdrive. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gordon Bombay. What yep. a made-up sounding name. Well, I think he got a DUI, that and then really he was sentenced the... to to uh, coaching some kids to play hockey. He's like, no, give me lethal injection, please. Nope. I can't take this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, so until next time, you have yourself a uh, movie bunk day. See ya. Ejaculation feels really, really fucking good. I don't really think we need to improve on it.